Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Thanks for being here. In the last episode, I presented the overeating dieter archetype and then the eight subtypes of that eating personality. And I'm curious, did you listen? And if you did, did you relate to any of them? And just to summarize the commonalities between these eating styles that make them fall under the overarching overeating dieter archetype are that it's people who frequently restrict food in some way to manage weight or body shape. They often feel anxiety about eating right and are hyper-focused on what they eat and constantly judge how they eat. They typically have feelings of guilt tied to breaking certain food rules they have around what they believe to be correct eating. And often a person's weight will fluctuate or yo-yo from cycles of restricting and then overeating, and this feels frustrating or defeating to them. They are often very self-critical about how they eat, and they have a lot of negative self-talk in that area. And typically there is this loud food dictator and inner voice living in their mind who is always telling them how they need to be eating and this voice that is always judging how they are eating and how they should be eating and so forth. And they often have feelings of over hunger and or deprivation from restrictive eating and food rules, which spirals them into overeating quite frequently or binging two to four times per month. And I just want to say that I believe we are always trying to do our best with what we know. And we learn and develop such eating styles from our dieting culture and also just from our past history and the food stories that we've created from our upbringing and from our exposure in the world and from the outside world. And these eating styles that we develop are with good intention behind them. We have good intentions for ourselves and they can work for us for a while, but eventually they become ineffective for what we were, what we're truly and actually trying to achieve for ourselves, because they become the driving force behind our overeating and all our stress around food. And then when we try harder to not overeat through our certain restrictive eating style, the harder we fall, it seems, into overeating once again. And with that, our feelings of frustration and guilt increase, 
with each time that we try and attempt to restrain our eating more or diet more. And it becomes increasingly difficult to have a normal relationship with food because of this. And often we can hit a rock bottom where we feel more obsessed with food and body image than we ever have before. And we start overeating even more than we have before and food has become the enemy and we don't trust ourselves with food and we may even start to withdraw from our lives in certain ways and our relationship with food starts to seep into other areas of our lives and affect them in negative ways. And believe me, I get it because I was there at one time in my life And in the past, I was definitely the overeating dieter. And my subtypes were dominantly the overperfect eater and the overachieving eater. But now I am grateful to say that that version of me is gone and no longer. And I would say that today I'm very much the truly nourished woman who can eat in balance according to her internal cues of hunger and fullness. There's no more food fears, no more food obsession, no more weight obsession, no more binging, no more feeling out of control around food, and even overeating is extremely rare for me now. And I know the foods that I love to eat. I understand what foods give me satisfaction and pleasure as well as health and well-being and that work well for my body and biology. And once being an exercise bulimic and also a fitness addict, I now have a loving relationship with exercise. I exercise to feel good and to have fun, to feel healthy and alive, and to get stronger. And I'm never thinking about burning calories or working off what I ate. So how did I get from there to here? And how do I help and teach other women to get to this new place as well? where we feel peace with food, we feel peace with our bodies and peace with ourselves and can eat with both freedom and balance and fully enjoy the gift of food. Well, that is what we're going to talk about today. And the first thing you need to know is that it was a process for me and it is a process for every single woman. The time that it takes to fully break out of chronic overeat and restrict cycles and into the place of being a truly nourished woman is different for everyone because we are all unique people with unique histories and unique minds with our own unique thoughts, beliefs, and perspectives. So everybody's journey is different and takes a different amount of time. It's not a quick fix thing. It is a process because real and lasting change and freedom take a certain amount of time of practicing new things with our eating and our relationship with food every single day. But if you want a lasting solution and something that really works to truly break free from the chronic overeat and diet trap, then what I'm going to share with you is it. And I believe, however, you know, however long it takes for someone is worth it. I know for me it was because the consequences of the struggle are so real and not so great because our relationship with food starts to bleed into every area of our life, such as our family relationships, our social relationships and friends, 
our work and career, our hobbies, our fun, or maybe I should say (laughs) our lack of fun and hobbies often. And for myself, and I know for many women, the constant food and body worries just truly deprive you of living a full life. So I hope if you are here and listening that you are also a woman who believes it's worth it, who maybe has felt the consequences in her own life and who perhaps has hit a dieting rock bottom where you're ready to be done and you want a way out, you want to find that peace with food. And if that is you, then keep on listening because I'm going to be giving you an overview right now of what the solution is to all of this. And I've touched on this three-pillar solution other times on the podcast. It is body, mind, soul, nutrition. That is the solution. And what is this? Well, this is about learning how to release the restrictive and restrained relationship we have with food so that we can end the deprivation that that is causing in each of these three areas because it is this ongoing deprivation in our physical body, in our mind, and also in our soul or our essence of being that is causing us to go back into overeating again and again. It's this deprivation that drives overeating. And so to get out of this, we have to learn how to nourish our true hungers for our body, for our mind, and for our soul. But what exactly is that? What does it mean? Well, that's what I'm going to break down for you right now. So the first pillar is body nourishment. This entails learning the skill of eating according to your internal biological hunger and fullness cues. And I say relearning because we all did this perfectly as babies and toddlers. It is innate to us and how we are designed to eat. But after years of conditioning from the outside world, such as conditioning from our families, from our culture, and especially from the diet industry, we have become disconnected from our internal cues of how to eat, and the skill has gone dormant. But it can be reawakened and relearned by anybody so that We start to eat in our natural and ideal way, the way that we're designed, and then can make good eating decisions for ourselves by being in tune with ourselves and with our bodies. So to be a truly nourished woman, we have to reawaken and relearn the skill of intuitive eating that we were born with. And as we we relearn how to make our eating decisions according to our body's inner cues, What ends up happening is we stop gasping for food because we're no longer getting too hungry biologically. So gasping for food, meaning, you know, overeating and feeling out of control because our body, when it feels fed and nourished, no longer is sending out that danger signal of survival, being threatened, which is what drives us to want to eat tons of food and obsess about food. And in this process, we are also relearning how to feel increased 
satisfaction from food because receiving satisfaction satisfaction and pleasure from our food is not only an essential part of being a healthy human, it's also one of the key things that helps us to stop overeating when we're, or excuse me, not, well, yes, stop overeating, but to just stop eating when we're moderately full. So it prevents overeating when we can have that heightened level of satisfaction and connection with our food. But that only can come when we're not depriving our bodies, when we're allowing our bodies to eat when they need to be fed, and we're not restricting in the ways that we tend to do when we are dieting and fearful about weight gain and all of those sorts of things. And then the next level within body nourishment is then starting to trust yourself around food as you become more and more proficient at eating from within according to your biological hunger and fullness. And as you start to trust yourself that you can make good eating decisions for yourself without needing food rules or dieting methods to feel in control and restrictive ways of eating to feel in control, Then it is about expanding into food awareness. And food awareness is about working with your body and your unique taste preferences and also some simple nutrition along with that to come up with your very own personal food guidelines that help you feel healthier, more energized, more vitality, and more pleasure and satisfaction from the food that you do choose to eat. So Once you become able to honor your hunger and fullness cues, your body is being nourished well, you trust yourself around food more and more and more, then that next level is creating your own way of eating, your own authentic personal food guidelines that you can eat by that allow you to be healthy and full of vitality. And so this process is about having fun and experimenting with food, which allows you to not only enjoy food more, but it also allows your weight to be stable. So no no more weight yo-yoing, or it will help release weight if your body's carrying any extra weight that it wants to let go of. And another aspect of body nourishment is finding your joyful movement practice and having a very healthy relationship with movement and exercise, which we talked about on episode 16, if you want more details around that. So that is the overview of the body nourishment pillar. The next is mind nourishment, and this is about no longer feeding your mind junky thoughts. Junky thoughts are all the thoughts that make you fear food or obsess about food. Thoughts that sound like food and eating rules. Thoughts that sound like there's good foods and bad foods. Thoughts that make you anxious about your eating in any way that make um, that make you feel less satisfaction from food, that takes away your pleasure from food, thoughts that make you feel deprived of the foods that you love and crave, and thoughts that make you feel guilty for eating those foods, thoughts that make you say, oh, what the heck, when you do break one of your food rules that you might have developed, and then that response of, oh, what the heck, causes you to overeat or binge, thoughts that make you feel like, There are forbidden foods that you dare not eat, 
and thoughts that drive you to then diet or to restrain and restrict your eating in ways that heighten feelings of deprivation and then as a result drive you to overeat all the foods that you said you cannot have and that you forbid yourself thought and also thoughts that make you believe that you'll never be able to eat the foods you love again because you're going to be restricting again or dieting again and the thoughts that tell you that therefore you better eat it all while you can and junky thoughts are just all of these thoughts that make you feel guilty for your eating or that your eating is wrong or that make you feel out of control and deprived with food and all the thoughts that make you feel like you cannot trust yourself around food. It's all these stories that create these feelings within you. So through mind nourishment, we are releasing and changing all these junky ways of thinking, all these old stories that increase feelings of deprivation and then also guilt around food. And this is so incredibly important to change our thinking because these inner feelings of deprivation that are created from our thinking that um, we create by having forbidden foods and forbidding ourselves of the foods that we love to eat and then the guilt and self-judgmental thoughts for eating foods we love and foods that we believe and perceive as wrong because of the stories all of this psychological deprivation is what drives overeating as well in addition to the body under nourishment by not honoring our hunger. And it's all this that will drive us to binge on food and feel out of control with food. And it is all these junky thoughts and this food dictator in our mind that will keep us perpetually stuck spinning in the vicious overeat and restriction trap. So with mind nourishment, you learn a new way of thinking that allows you to finally feel peace with food and zero guilt around eating. It's a new way of thinking that eliminates all the negative self-talk and self-criticism around how you eat. And instead, you're building positive self-talk that leads to self-trust and balanced eating by being able to honor your inner cues of hunger and fullness. And then a new relationship with food and with yourself. So you learn a new way of thinking that releases the whole dieting mindset and releases that food dictator in your head and the food rules in your head and changes all of that deprivation and struggle-based thinking into new thoughts that allow you to feel nourished inside and to feel empowered around food, such as thoughts that feel like self-respect and reverence for your body, and that lead you directly to being able to have balanced eating and true self-care. So mind nourishment reduces or eliminates all those rules, that diet thinking, and the ways of thinking about food that cause you to feel deprived and 
your life when it comes to your relationship with food that leaves you feeling unfulfilled and wanting more and such as then leading you to overeating. Mind nourishment also reduces or eliminates emotional eating because in the mind nourishment process, you learn how to work with all your thoughts and feelings in a positive way so that you're no longer feeling the need to go to food to cope with emotions. Now, finally, the last pillar is soul nourishment. And this is about remedying your soul's feelings of deprivation that may be causing you to use food as the main source of pleasure or a sort of fulfillment in your life. And this is a very important pillar because when we live in and when we live an unbalanced life and our true desires and needs are not being met, it's so very easy for us to go to food for either our comfort or our relaxation or our entertainment. And when our soul is not being nourished and our true needs are not being met, it's also very easy and tempting to go to food restriction and dieting to chase the fantasy of a perfect body or ideal body with the hope of then feeling better about ourselves. So if our soul is not adequately nourished, we may seek out feelings of self-worth from either our eating behavior or from body weight or shape or size. And if we're always chasing an idealized body type instead of living and enjoying our lives, and instead of getting our true needs and desires met, then we will perpetually remain stuck in the diet overeat trap. So with soul nourishment, you are learning how to nourish your whole being by taking an inventory of where you may be deprived inside and where you may not be meeting your own needs the way that you need to be, and also where in your life you may not be giving enough attention and, you know, leaving you feeling unfulfilled in certain areas of your life because more of your attention is going to eating perfectly or, you know, um, changing your body in some way by eating perfectly and, you know, the whole overeat diet trap when all of your attention is going to that and all of your energy, other areas of your life are getting less attention, leading to lesser fulfillment in your life overall. And sometimes what we're craving from a soul nourishment perspective is just feelings of acceptance from ourselves or feeling like we're good enough or we're craving feelings of love and connection in a deeper way or craving feelings of self-worth more or more self-respect or craving feelings of more success with relationships or our career or just in our general material wants and needs. So soul nourishment is about creating first a great relationship with yourself so that you can take good care of your own needs mentally, emotionally, and physically. And then beyond that, it's about finding more fulfillment and balance in all areas of your life that are important to you so that pleasure and joy increases in your life overall, so that food and body image are no longer where you go to seek your joy, to seek feelings of worthiness or success, or to seek a sense of control in your life. 
So that is the overview of the three pillars. Now, remedying the deprivation in those areas and nourishing our true hungers and needs in those three pillars is essential. And here's why. Because without the body nourishment piece, our body's survival mechanisms, they stay triggered from the food restriction and not honoring our true hunger. And so this keeps us in that gasping for food phase. And then if we're in that gasping for food, so to speak, we're continually over-desiring food and obsessing about it. And with that, of course, overeating it. And without the body nourishment pillar, we, we cannot find the moderation and balance in our eating if we're not honoring our hunger, if we're constantly gasping for food. And we have a difficult time staying conscious and in control of our eating and then trusting ourselves with food because that primal drive to eat is keeping us overeating, you know, when we're not biologically fed in the way that we need to be to keep those survival triggers off. Then without the mind nourishment pillar and without changing our thinking and the stories we tell ourselves about food, we stay at war with food in our minds, meaning we will still worry about food, we'll still obsess about if we're eating right, we'll still fear the foods that we like, and also feel guilty for eating them if we do. And we will still forbid ourselves from eating certain foods. We'll hold on to our food rules. We'll scold ourselves and shame ourselves for eating certain foods or for breaking food rules. And feel deprived and frustrated inside of ourselves by all of that negative self-talk. And all of this psychological deprivation around food leads to backlash eating where we rebel and overeat because it's very depleting when we're constantly worrying about food and being so self-critical about food and having so many food rules. So there's this rebellion that happens. That rebellion manifests as overeating. And with that, we feel even more guilt each time it happens. So without the mind nourishment, we stay feeling both deprived of food and well-being and even more guilty for eating when we do and we never find the peace with food. And if we do not have peace with food, we cannot eat according to our biological hunger and fullness cues because that negative chatter and fear in our mind is disconnecting us from what our body is guiding us to do. And so the mind nourishment pillar is tied directly into the Um, body nourishment pillar and relearning how to be an intuitive eater depends so greatly on this mental aspect. You know, the intuitive eater who eats according to biological hunger and fullness cues and who has ease and balance with food in a way that feels easy and natural. And finally, without the soul nourishment pillar, our lives would stay unbalanced as we focus too much on restricting our eating or changing our bodies to find our control or our worthiness or our happiness in some way. And when this happens, it leaves us feeling deprived of our needs not being fully met. And when our true needs are not being met, it causes us to seek food even more for our pleasure and comfort. And in this imbalance, 
we stay under fulfilled in our lives overall, which impacts other people and things in our lives. And without soul nourishment and creating a good relationship with ourselves, which is part of soul nourishment, we will have difficulty really taking good care of ourselves, nourishing our bodies well, because if we don't, let's say, like ourselves enough, or if we simply feel disempowered or unfulfilled in our lives, like some of our needs aren't being met in certain areas of our life, well, we then feel also disempowered to nourish our bodies well and nourish our minds well. And so the soul nourishment pillar ties directly into the other two pillars and being successful at the other two pillars and in becoming an intuitive eater who once again feels that balance and ease in her relationship with food. So I hope all of this makes sense. Always reach out to me either via email or on Instagram if you ever have questions or just want to chat about anything. And if you're someone who is interested in really breaking free from the overeating diet or trap so that you can become a truly nourished woman who is free with food and more fulfilled also in her life, I will be offering a new course that teaches you step-by-step how to do this whole body, mind, soul nourishment process. And there is a wait list that you can sign up for that will allow you to be the first informed of those details and the link for that information list sign up is in the show notes and lastly if you find the podcast valuable please do leave a review or rating wherever you listen and share episodes with friends and family who may also benefit until next time much love are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss, where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.